Welcome back, friends. Welcome back, party people, to the Fireside Chat. It's your boy, Jack Catastrophe. And Shade. And his boy, Shade. And we are coming at you live from 86.5 The Vibe. So, um, oh, so before we get started, I wanted to begin with a quote of the day because, I don't know, why not? So the quote of the day is from, it's actually from Winnie the Pooh. Believe it or not, Shade. Winnie um, the Pooh. I love Winnie the Pooh. You you used to love Winnie well, the Pooh. You don't yeah, still love exactly. Winnie the Pooh. Okay. We all used to love Winnie the Pooh, but the quote goes What's the bravest thing you've ever said? asked Piglet. And uh asked for help, said Pooh. And so Oh. oh yeah. that's, that's actually really sweet. That's really nice. And so um, I guess, you know, what I'm saying is it, I know it takes a lot to ask for help. Um, but, you know, we're all in this thing together. And so, you know, Suicide Awareness Month, if you're feeling some type of way, definitely reach out to somebody. Say something to anybody. The Suicide Awareness Hotline will post it in the comments of this section. And... um just reach out to somebody. Reach out to anybody. Because uh, we're all there for each other. And suicide is a permanent solution to what is more likely than not a temporary problem. Indeed. And, um, you know, I actually saw something. Um, and it was saying that, you know, of the Golden Gate Bridge survivors, um, most of the people that jump off it die. But a lot of it's like 10% that survive. And all of them said that right as they jumped in that moment, they realized that every problem they had was fixable, but the fate they had chosen for themselves was not fixable. And they mm. wish that they wish that they could have another chance at life. And so my point is, you know, don't, uh, don't go through this alone. Um, Indeed. depression is a dark thing but um, with that being said I like it how we go from like sweet to sad to now we're about to get kind of kind of mad kind of mad okay kind of mad kind of angry kind of angry yeah kind of um, pissed off all right what's grinding October your ears I think they said October 28th. They want to have Trump's nominee confirmed basically one week before the election. Wait. For replacing Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Yeah. Already? They're going to announce a replacement on Saturday. Yikes. Just eight days after her death. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I guess that is technically the system no it's definitely the no no, no it's definitely the system that's uh, like what the system supposed the constitution to do, i guess uh the way it's set up it says that um it says that you know the uh, president shall appoint with the advice and consent of the senate and quite frankly it doesn't say the senate has to approve um and yeah, but it says that that's what'll happen. And so there's a vacancy. 
Uh, Trump is going to fill it. I think I'm, you know, I think a lot of people are mad at Trump. And I think that you think that I'm more mad at Trump. But I'm actually, I'm actually mad at the vote. I'm actually mad at voters. At voters. I'm actually mad at my fellow citizens. I feel like most people are Democrats. I feel like most people, you know, choose to stay home. They don't see the importance in an election. I don't know. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not a big tool for the Democratic Party by any stretch of the word. Um, I'm a sure. liberal. I was going to say, I'm a, I'm a liberal thinking guy. Yeah. But I wouldn't argue that the Democratic Party is, I would argue that it it's a friend of liberals, but only in the sense of the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Um, but that's just me. Um, no, I, I, I think I understand where you're getting at. That, that makes some sense to me personally as a completely nonpartisan individual. Like, makes sense. No, I mean, and I even think, you know, conservatives have some things right. But no, the point oh, how is... How could they not? I mean, everybody has some things right. The, right. Yeah, definitely. No, I think... Um, but no, I think the point is conservatives set a standard in 2016 that to be frank it would probably be best for the country if they followed um i'm sure the supreme court is out of session um i'm not sure if the supreme court is out of session or not but the point is i think the supreme court is in session from it goes it starts in march or april do you know I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. The point is, is that they set a standard, and apparently that standard was fine in 2016, and ain't fine now. And it's crazy because you have people like Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Lindsey Graham in 2016, I think it was 2016 or 2018. He had the nerve to say, "Take my word for it right now. Use my words against me. We won't do it." Da, no. da, da, da. Yeah. He said, he said, I'll be, he said, yep, use my words against me. Call me a hypocrite. Like, no. He did. He did? He did. Look it up and right now. what are they he calling did. him now? Uh, no. They need to call him something. That's awful. <laughs> they need to call him something. He said. No. Use my, Google right now, use my words against me, Lindsey Graham. Use my like, words against me. It's crazy stuff. And you have a bunch of them on the record. Hold on. You got, um. You have Marco Rubio who said, I don't think we should be moving on a nominee in the last year of this president's term. And I would say that if it was a Republican president. It's a Republican president now, Marco. It's the last year of his term. Uh, And the craziest part is, you know, Republicans could say, okay, we won't confirm the nominee unless we win. That would be a very amicable solution you know he is quoted in saying and this is according to an article that i found on google i i actually can't confirm it right now so full disclosure we don't know but um he said that i want you to use my this is lindsey ram um i want you to use my words against me if there's a republican (laughs) president in 2016 and a vacancy occurs in the last year of the first term you can say Lindsey Graham said, 
let's let the next president, whoever it might be, make that nomination. And you can use those words against me, and you'd be absolutely right. And you would be absolutely <laughs> So this is just a bunch of foolishness, to be honest with you, because here's the thing. They should have just taken up Merrick Garland for a vote. Vote him up or vote him down. But the problem is Merrick Garland was too centrist. And one, they didn't like the idea of a centrist taking the place of someone who was a strict, uh, had a strict interpretation of the Constitution. Um, and yeah, but two, I think that they just, they didn't want to be viewed as as radical for voting him down, you know, from a, uh, an electoral, from a voting standpoint. Um, and so, yeah. So here's here's my advice for liberals. My advice to the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party has talked about their response being to pack the court is one of their responses. And their other response is to, uh, to end the filibuster. Shay, thoughts on that? Huh. Well, you know, I I personally have to say I am not as versed in exactly what goes on with like the I've never really seen it personally. So it's like I don't have a lot of personal context as far as what happens with like the new Supreme Court justices. Um however, um what I from what I understand of it so far, um Certainly, it's it's a strategic move, right? That's, like, the idea to, like, get something in early. That way you can redefine the, the uh, judicial branch before an election happens, right? So I, I guess – I mean, I, I understand why they would want to do this. I understand that, that it's probably beneficial – to get someone in early, but the thing is, so you're saying that they're going to end the filibuster. Yeah. Um, if the Democrats take over, this. exactly. In response, some of them to are this. saying that the response, some are, there is no unified but, democratic well, so response. That's, that's the thing. And I don't know if they're <coughs> going to get a unified response um, on the democratic side right now. Things are so flustered that, um, I mean, maybe that does happen. Maybe it doesn't happen. But either way, I think with a more conservative-leaning uh, judiciary, that might not actually matter. Um, they're going to have a lot, a lot that they can do right now. And I know that the Republicans are really looking a lot at Roe v. Wade and a woman's right to choose. Um, that's, and that that's going to be the Parenthood big one. Yeah. Be Casey against women. Yeah. Yep. Turning and around I, and I using think their own rule against them. Right. I think legislation is going to be the big, big topic of the next several, several years. Um, and regardless of whether or not the election goes Republican or Democrat, I think that's going to be more of an issue. And whether the Democrats can get it together or not, I think. I think they've got um, quite a bit to to work towards right now, and they they, they need to be um, kind of unifying as much as they possibly can. I guess would be what I'm kind of getting at. Yeah, no, I hear you. I um, me myself and I, I just feel like I said, like 
everybody is like, because what what Republicans want to do is they want to take one of the most liberal justices on the court and turn it into a conservative seat. And like what that will do to the court versus like, like legislating from the bench is unfortunate, but that's the way that this country at this point is operating by legislating, um, by legislating from the bench. And so you're going to have, you know, this court that is super, you know, conservative and striking stuff down uh, left and right while you have a country that is just getting more and more that is getting more and more to the left Um, and I just don't know how that dynamic is going to play out when court rulings occur that people don't like you already see how you know We've already seen, we see our cities are burning for days straight. I just, this to some extent, you know, and I think it's just a phase, like, you know, like in 1968, it looked like the end of the world. Um, and it's 2020 and it looks like 1968 all over again. Um, but no, and then, you know, Democrats talk about getting rid of the filibuster and packing the Supreme Court. So if Democrats were to get rid of the filibuster, they would be able to do anything they want from a legislative standpoint. There'd be no stopping them. Once they pack the Supreme Court from a judicial standpoint, there'd be no point in stopping them or there'd be no way to stop them. The point of both of those mechanisms is to give the minority some semblance of power, some semblance of, hey, like the the court is the fail safe to protect the minority, you know, and minor and the minority interests across the country, whether it's the minority mm. party in Congress or whether it's the minorities of you know a variety of different backgrounds um mm-hmm, hmm. and the in the rights and civil liberties of the uh the individual american um i just um i really don't know and so um you get rid of those fail safes to protect you know and that's the thing is it's going to come back around on the democrats because those fail safes have protected them in some instances um the court has ruled in their favor on several occasions think about understand the um you know the legalization of uh gay marriage right the gay Mm. marriage ruling and think about it conservatives don't like it you pack yeah. the Supreme Court and then you reissue another ruling. And there you go. And we're set back. And then, you know, the new party comes in and then the Democrats come in. They're like, okay, well, we're going to pack the Supreme Court this way. And with no protection for the minority, there's no guarantee the minority ever becomes the majority again. Because you have to think when you talk about voting restrictions and stuff like that, conservatives would definitely love to get involved in that. And with no checks on anything, from the court system or none of that it's like yeah it well, it's taking away any of their protections to yeah, uh balance things out to some extent and to slow down a radical agenda either from the left or from the right uh, and so uh the filibuster has already been greatly diminished to some extent i think the filibuster americans might as well do away with it i think at this point, we've gotten too childish 
we've gotten a little too childish to have a filibuster, but packing the Supreme <laughs> Court is just a, it's a wild thought to me. And so for me, what I would tell people is, I'd say, I know a lot of people are like, well, what do we do? What do we do? Like, we're supposed to fight back, right? We're supposed to resist. We're supposed to fight. Like, you're supposed to vote. John Lewis told you to vote. Go vote. Go register people to vote. Go donate to groups that are registering people to vote. Go vote. And you know what? As far as the Supreme Court seat goes, vote blue until that Supreme Court seat is, you know, appointed by a Democrat again. So whoever Trump, you know, nominates, Quite I frankly, guess, we need to balance this out. Yeah, I was going to say, but, you know, you can't balancing it out by packing the Supreme Court, even if Democrats say it's just a one time thing, because, you know, it would be six Republican appointed justices yeah. versus three Democrats. So if you were to pack it with just two additional Democrats, you would still have a majority of uh, conservatives on the court. But it would just be, it would be a bad move. And then, you know, getting rid of the filibuster, it would just be interesting. And getting rid of the filibuster is impacting the Supreme Court. A lot of Americans don't understand. It's much easier than it sounds. To pack the Supreme Court, there is no finite number of justices. Not mandated by the Constitution or anything. There's not? No. So to pack the Supreme Court, all presidents do is say... I nominated this person and the Senate say we would love to act on it. That's all it takes. Republicans Wait, could really? right now say, yeah, Republicans could right now say bet. Y'all want to talk that good stuff. We're going to pack the Supreme court. Really? Yeah. I looked it up the other day. Cause I was shocked because that Democrats, is shocking. Democrats thought about packing the Supreme court in 19 in the 1940s for FDR. You remember that? And they decided hmm. not to pack the Supreme court. But they never made it against the law. Huh. You see what I'm saying? Like the Democrats told the president, they're like, we don't want to do that because it would do irreversible damage to our democracy. Yeah. And so everybody backed no away. And well, they, how is and that they shook not hands unconstitutional? Because the Constitution never mandates a number of justices. So throughout our time, we've actually had a I we've guess. actually had a variety of number of justices. I was reading up really? on the history of this the other day. I didn't yeah. know that at all. We've gone, we've gone, we've had a variety of different numbers, and we're actually supposed to have one for every circuit district. So I believe there's 10 what? circuit districts now. And yeah, so like we would add hmm. a new seat to the Supreme Court every time we added a new circuit of, really? of appeals. Yeah, wow. and so you would appoint a justice from said circuit so that there is always diversity on the court. What? That's so interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, crazy stuff. I guess that actually makes a lot of sense. Crazy, crazy stuff. So that isn't against the rules at all to wow. pack the Supreme Court. It's against the rules of collegiality. It's like uh, it's like stealing signs in baseball for those Houston Astro fans out there. Apparently, it's not against the written rules, but um, it's a bad look. Oh uh, well, yeah, it's. It's unsavory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so um and then getting rid of the filibuster is also easy. All you have to do is stop recognizing it. Yeah, well, I mean, exactly, pretty much. <laughs> it's that simple. We don't reckon the filibuster is done here. Um and it's just uh 
It's crazy. This is a crazy time to be an American. Uh, what a time to be alive. Released, uh, I think it released five years ago, a few days ago. And um, yeah, what a time to be alive. With that being said, you're listening to 86.5 The Vibe. We are going to take a quick break and we will be right back at you. Six five the vibe. Oh, we're back. And uh, Jack, I believe you have um, some finance. Guys, Zoom us. is on the move. Zoom is on the move. I'll say it one more time. Everybody in the club is like Zoom. Like Zoom, 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 and make your heart go boom, boom, boom. Zoom is up like four hundred dollars in the last year. And I'm not going to tell you all it's going to go to a thousand, but if you've been paying attention, and I don't know if you guys have been listening or how long you've been listening, but we've talked about how COVID is expected to get worse in the winter months and things are expected to close down again. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm not going to tell you all that Zoom is going to hit a thousand dollars. It's about to break 500 now. I told my cousins to hop in it back when it was at like 320. I wish that I had been in stocks. Uh, I wish I had been in stocks, you know, back then so that I would have uh, gotten in it honestly sooner. Like if you had you gotten in five years ago, shares are like $30. You could have spent $300 at 10 shares. Like think about the math on that crazy stuff. But, um, so yeah, if you're not in Zoom and if you're on Robinhood, you don't have to buy a full share. You can just invest, you know, ten, fifteen dollars, and it, it'll grow your it'll grow your bread. So definitely think about downloading like Robinhood or Webull or something. I think that's what it's called, Webull. Definitely think about downloading one of those finance apps and getting involved in you know some investing. Uh, that being said. I think our next subject is going to be fitness. Fitness. And um, Shade, I got to ask you, how has the gallon challenge been going? Gallon challenge. Okay. So this is what? Probably like day six, day five, day six, something like that. I don't know. For you, yeah, day five. Yeah, probably day for five. Me, day eight. Day eight. And um, well, it's not perfect. But I got probably about five and a half, five and three quarter bottles in today. So out of eight, that's it's not the worst. I will say I've got another quarter of a bottle right there on the table. And even right now, I'm feeling pretty great. <laughs> you're, you're not lying. The, the water <laughs> does wonders. I will say I feel like it has... Just because my body's not used to it, <clears throat> giving me like a little, a little tummy. <laughs> it's giving me a little water weight. Yeah. <laughs> but, but other than that, it's been fantastic. And I feel really good. I've been sleeping better. That's one very interesting thing that I noticed. Um, I've felt the need to eat less. 
So you know, if you're if you're trying to lose weight, and a lot of us are, let's be fair, a lot of us are. Your mid twenties. Uh, yeah, mid starting to get to late twenties. Yeah, you're probably a little pudgy, especially in these COVID times. Let's be fair, we've all gone to you know our Chipotle in our little pickup lines. We've all. Are you uh, are you trying to talk about somebody in general, or are you um, just talking? I'm definitely talking about talking myself. In, are you talking in general? Oh, you're talking about yourself. Okay. I'm talking about myself and every other 26 year old male here. It's gonna that, sound so self conscious, but if you're talking about yourself, <laughs> we don't have to step outside. Like, <laughs> well, but see, that's what I'm saying. It's relatable. <laughs> like, yeah, can't argue that. <laughs> Cannot argue that. <laughs> But yeah, you know, we put on a little bit of pounds. That's okay. But the water definitely takes away um, some of that appetite. You know, it, it sits. Oh, yeah, for sure. So you're going to say, no, the gallon challenge, we're going to keep it up for 30 days. We're going to keep you updated, let you know how we're doing. Today looks like it's going to be the first day that I don't complete my gallon. Um, no. I was at six when I came here, so I'd have two more to finish. I've got two bottles of water. Oh, maybe I'll complete it on the air then. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but um, we'll keep y'all updated on that. Another thing I want to talk to y'all about, something I didn't notice until my cousin was trying to stretch me out the other day. We got to stretch. Like, I was laying on the floor. You know, like uh, like how you stretch like an athlete out? Like... Pull, oh, okay, pushing their okay. leg back and stuff and moving yeah. their leg around. Yeah, I was because I was so tight, like from running and stuff. And I was like, bro, like, like he said, it was shameful how it was stiff, shameful. It, how stiff I was. It was shameful. No, no, it was shameful. No, no, that's the only word to use. It was disgraceful. It was so bad that I'm not gonna take the time to comment. I'm not gonna <laughs> take the time to paint the picture on air for you because I don't want you all to view me differently. But what I will say is my niece even came up and was like, what is this? Like, what's going on here? Like, no, no, it's wild. Like, okay. And you what, have to think like, what stretches did you do? Um, like I said, you know, the one, so this is when you have someone else to stretch you, you can do the one where they push your leg back and they, um, you know, they push your leg around towards you and then they push it to the left and then they push it to the right. Then they push it in some to get your uh, your glute. Um, but yeah, so he was oh, okay. trying to push my leg back and yeah. I'm not going to say, you know what? I almost started to say. Nah, you got you to gotta tell our viewers at least. You don't have to tell me. I won't listen. I'll take my headphones right, Cover off. your ears. Like... Guys, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I had, um, you know how you can do six inches, like, off the ground when you're laying on your back? Well, I'm going to say I could barely do two feet, like, stretching-wise. Like, no, that's a lie. I could get to about three. Like, nah, two and a half. It was ugly. It was really, <laughs> really bad. And the worst part about it was, like, I got the two and a half. It was, like, ready to cry. Like, no. I, it was, like, tears of pain <laughs> slash joy. Like, it felt so good it hurts so good like when you're that like <laughs> tight and sore like it like i was like damn i was like 
man, like I said, I guess my point is, is I'm sure you're not all as tight as myself. Like, um, I'm stiff as a boy, but I've been stretching every day since then. That happened to me on Saturday. Uh, no, that happened to me on Friday and I have been stretching relentlessly since then. Like probably 15 minutes, three times a day. Like, wow. But my point is, is you might be if you're not, if you're not stretching, you say I might be overstretching. Oh no! Like when I say it was disgraceful, I mean like but you have to understand. Like we used to do, Shane and I both used to do like martial arts and taekwondo. Like I used to be able to kick, you know, above your head. Like if you were like like a yeah. six foot mannequin, yeah. I could kick at like an above your head, like and yeah. hold my foot like above your head, like and now like. Not to be able to like, yeah. Like I said, sh- no, sh- no, I feel it's like shameful. It. Like you want to talk about aging? That's where I've aged physically, running wise. Yeah, about I, where honestly, I've been. I can't stretch physically. Either. I'm about yeah, sh- <laughs> sh- I'm stronger than I've ever been for sure. But um, that's that old man strength. But uh, right, well, you know, no what? flexibility I'm, wise. You convinced shameful. me. I'm gonna get on the stretching game. You, you, you all have to. Think about it right now, if you're listening. When was the last time you took 15 minutes to stretch? And fun fact, if you stretch before bed, if you stretch when you wake up, it'll help you wake up. But if you stretch before bed, it'll help you go to sleep. Really? Isn't that odd? Yeah. That's amazing to hear. I need that. <laughs> you need that in your life. Yeah, no, it's... um. It's incredible. A good stretch will wake you right up, and a good stretch will put you right to sleep. Like, stuff is wild. Why um, has no one ever told me to stretch before bed? I don't know. I don't know why people, like I said, I feel like people only emphasize stretching before, like, we'd work out. Yeah. When we were kids. Yeah, And there seriously. needs to be an emphasis on stretching all the time. It's great for your muscles, and honestly, I believe it's one of the things that's going to keep you young. Stretching, like it's even good for your circulation and whatnot. Like, even in my guitar classes, I teach people to stretch certain parts of their hand and arm, and like certain fingers and things like that. And it it does wonders. He's absolutely right. Oh yeah, no, I do not doubt it at all. So, um, we got a uh, shade. I'm not gonna lie to you, brother. We got uh we got an inquiry. Oh. Somebody sent us something and they had something they wanted us to talk about. And um I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm 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 not happy to talk about this. Cause what it happened? frustrates me. Their question was what do you do if you match with a girl on Tinder? Who says she just wants to be friends? Huh. <laughs> okay. And I thought to myself, what kind of wild question is that? What do you mean? You just be her friend. Wait. You what? just be her friend. You wait no hold on you wait wait hold on hold on hold on you dirty birdies you just be wait 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 hold on what do you nah hold up you don't just wait what do you mean you just be her friend like 
you be a normal person and you treat her like a normal I mean, person. Well, and you message back duh. and forth. And Wait, like, hold up. <laughs> and like, all right, well, hold on, hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. You just be her friend. And I'm going to say a few things. I'm going to say, one, you never know. She might be cool. She might be one of the best friends you ever have. Sure. Two, you might not know who she knows. Her dad might be, you know, somebody big in the industry you're trying to get into. Or, you know, something of that nature. Three, she might have friends who are attractive, birds of a, or who you find attractive, birds of a feather flock together. She might put you on. And four, uh, and four, and my final point is who knows, maybe y'all might end up together down the road. But my point is, if she says she just wants to be friends, like, there's no reason to get mad. There's no reason to be like, well, then why are you on Tinder? Like, just be Uh, like, oh, just be like, okay, cool. Like, if you want to just be friends, like, you seem like a cool person to be friends with. Like, no, I see where you're coming from. Honestly, I took it the wrong way. Uh, I thought, I thought you meant like, just give up and like, kind of like, like cow down to her. I was just like, hold on, that's terrible advice. No, nobody's saying, listen, nobody's saying, so there's simping and then there's simping. And there's like a lot, no, <laughs> there's a debate. Simping, like oh, some no. people would say simping. I wanted is, to say no, some people something would say about that. Simping that but I was is, just like, wait, hold no, on. I'll, I'll tackle this issue now. Some people say <laughs> simping is, you know, uh, degrading a man for making a woman, for treating a woman right. And that's not factual. Simping is elevating a woman who clearly likes you being beneath her. Um, yeah. And so nobody said you have to chase her around and give her a bunch of compliments and buy her dinner and she's not right, interested in you not, at all. That's and, not really being her friend. And you have to hit her up every year. I'm yeah, saying, like if that's I'm what saying she wants her, out I'm of her friends. I'm saying be her friend like how I'm your friend. Right. If We she, pull up on each other. We hang out. I text you. You text me. Like I, I have a, one of my really good friends, actually. Uh, I believe she's a listener. I met her on Tinder. I told her, hey, like, I saw, you know, you said you sure, play Switch. You I saw that. Tinder. No, I saw, I told her, hey, I saw you said you play Switch in your profile. What's up? Like, you playing Switch or not? Nah? Like, and then she <laughs> actually beat me in Super Smash Bros. And, um, yeah. Well, we hey, did. there you go. Wow. Yeah, she's no good at Pokemon, though. I tell her that to her face. Like, but, um, and I screamed that to the heavens. But, um, no, nah, the point <laughs> is, I met her. Good person. We're great friends on Tinder. I mean, we're great friends like in, in real life now, but I met her on Tinder. And um, who knows? Who knows? Like, I'm enjoying our friendship. It's wicked cool. Just be her friend. Give it a chance. Give it a chance, guys. Like, give it a chance. For sure. But, like, you know, so that is the difference, though. I think you bring up a great point. If being her friend involves treating her as a goddess, that is not a friendship. That that's is... called simping. Exactly. Treating that's a woman, worship. No, being a gentleman. Worship. Being is... a gentleman is cool. Being a gentleman is. Asking fun. a girl, no, you find a girl and attractive, even... ask her out to dinner, and you know, there's you find her attractive, ask her out to dinner. You can even buy the dinner. That's not simping in my mind. That's being a gentleman. Right. You know. That's but you know like if she doesn't show you no time of day, uh, 
if you know you text her, you get a response, you know, nine, ten hours later, the whole time she's been on social media. But then you're gonna ask her, you know, hey, let me take you out to dinner, blah, blah, blah. Like that's simping, brother. Like that's so I would say I would say that there needs to be like, you know, there needs to be that talk that everybody has, you know, to clarify what it actually is, you know. It's not being good it's not being good to your significant other or even being good to a woman you're interested in. That's not what it is. No. It's being good to someone who has no interest in being good to you. Yep. And um and you know what simp is short for is simple ten. Because that's what you are if you're wasting your time running around being good to somebody who isn't interested in being good to you because you're a good person. And because, like, hear me, fellas, hear me out now. Hear me out, girls, too. If you're with a guy, you're chasing after a guy who doesn't appreciate you for what you offer and, you know, who you are as a person. You know, you put your best foot forward, and there's somebody out there who will appreciate that. There's somebody out there who, you know, who's going to take it. The same actions that can make you a simp are the same actions that can make you a gentleman. It's about how they're received. Absolutely. And then for, for I guess, for the ladies, as far as, I mean, finding finding quality men, I guess would be would be the alternative topic there right um that's like the con converse the anti simp topic um uh, finding finding a man that's not a jerk you think that's the converse to- i feel like the converse topic was telling females like if he says like if he gets weird when you say you just want to be friends it means he's not interested in you. He's interested in your body. Oh, okay. And if you're not interested in that, that girl, you need to move the other way. You need to run, go in the other direction. Don't try to change him. Most men don't change. Most. I don't believe in generalizations okay. being for all people. And so I would never say the words never, ever, or, or always. Like, And so I'm not going to say always or every man or whatever. But most men don't change. And so if you say you just want to be friends and he's getting weird about it, like, I would, I'd just be cool off that if I were y'all. That's just me. That's a good tip. That's just me. That's some simple advice. I'm nobody special. Um, look, we're just your roommates, okay? We're just your virtual roommates. You come home after a long day. You put us on. We're just here to talk your ear off keep you updated on things, keep you laughing, let you remind you that you're beautiful and that you're going to make it through tomorrow. Just like you made it through today in one piece. Um, and so let's see, what is our next topic? Oh, our next topic is sports. Sports. <clears throat> sports. So Floyd Mayweather is thinking about coming back Wait, to boxing. What? Can you? Uh, is he gonna box Mike Tyson? Iron is he gonna Mike? Mike? Is he gonna Iron box Mike who boxed Tyson? a shark? No, and Mike Tyson didn't 
Listen, I'm mad that Mike Tyson and Shark Week advertised that and told me <laughs> lies. And they lied to me on national television, and that's what's the worst part about it. Like, they said it's Mike Tyson versus a shark. I didn't realize they meant Mike Tyson was just going to put the tracking device on a shark. I thought they meant they were going to put him down there and we were going to see... I thought we were going to see some stuff that PETA would be very upset about. Like, <laughs> honestly, like... I know that sounds terrible, but yeah, I thought they were gonna have him down there in nah, boxing he gloves beat the and be shark, like wasabi, like he beat the shark. What is Abby? Nah. Um Floyd is gonna fight Logan Paul. Do you know who that is? I actually don't. Me neither. Um, next topic. <laughs> I think Okay. I'm going on with a hot take here. And um I'm going to hit y'all with two hot takes for football. The first is. Actually, no, I'm not going to say that about Drew Brees. I was going to say I think Drew Brees is done, but I'm not going to say that about Drew. I still believe I like Drew. I've always liked Drew, and I believe that this is just a moment of struggle. And we've seen signs of regression. But I believe that there's still opportunity for progression when it comes to Drew Brees. I believe you can teach an old dog do tricks. So maybe that's just me being hopeful. Um, but I'm not going to take the hot take and say that Drew is done after this year. Uh, with that being said, I am going to say this hot take. And Shay, get ready to look at me like I'm crazy. Okay. The Patriots are better with Cam. Wait. The Patriots are better off this year having Cam Newton as their quarterback than Tom Brady. I didn't see this. Than Mr. Brady. I didn't see this in our list of topics. You didn't see that? <coughs> the producer needs to give you better notes then, or you need to read them closer. Cam Newton. Oh, it's it is. It's right. It's here. right there. Cam. You know, Newton. I see and it. I'm it says Pats yep. are better with Cam, <coughs> and I thought you meant with with the camera. with cameras, as in yeah. like they like to cheat. Yeah, I was as in like, like Spygate. Go I on. Was, and, I was going and grab this the, topic. Go on and grab the back of your neck, like and no. grab it twice. You said. You thought I was talking about Spygate. No, nope. I'm talking. I'm not talking about nah. regular camera. I'm talking about super Cameron. Like, I'm talking about Cam Newton. I'm talking about. Get your Cam Newton out of here. Get my Cam Newton out of here. Like, nah, boy. I'm talking about Cam. Like, Cam said, yes, we can. Like, I'm done. Like, he said, yes, we can. No. Like, I'm weak. Like, Nah, hey, you see my phone background? Tell the people to be mad. Like, stop. Super Cam Newton with the lightning behind him, too. Get him out of here. (laughs) What are you doing? I need to trade for Cam in fantasy. Like, that's what I need to do. It's not the Patriots. Huh? It's not the Patriots. Who's not the Patriots? Cam Newton's not the Patriots. And you know it. Cam, look. People go and people listen. They said they said that Aaron Rodgers. They said Aaron Rodgers wasn't the Packers. He's not. They said it was Brett Favre. Brett Favre was the Packers. And now it's Aaron Rodgers. And soon it'll be Jordan Love. (laughs) And it used to be Bart Starr. It goes on and on, baby. And Cam, the way that Bill talks about Cam, I believe Cam is gonna play 
hot take. I believe Cam. You better hope. Yeah, I better hope. You better I'm hope. Not, I'm not going to lie to you all. Last year, I almost cried when they said Cam Newton's career was over. I put my <laughs> head. No, I put my head down. And I was like, damn. How could they say that about that boy? Like, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how could they say that about that boy? That's my man. Like, you can't talk about him that way. How's like, he going to lead the Patriots? They talk about him like that on national TV. How's he going to lead the Patriots? I'll never forget Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith. And I remember Max was talking about how Cam Newton never complained, even though he always played through the pain. Like He never cried. He always put his best foot forward. And that's how Carolina treated him. Oh, that makes me sick. That honestly disgusts me. Like, I hope Carolina loses every game this season. Like, <laughs> Dang. I really do. Like, nah, I know what you want to talk about. I know you want to talk about your bankies. You think that my they're good. Bankies. Like, Yo, actually, my Yankees did good tonight. I'll tell you what. I'll give you credit. The Yankees are peaking at the right time, and they're getting pieces they back. And it's looking, it's looking like a hurricane. Smash. It's looking like a hurricane that gathers storm slowly, Toronto. and you're like, huh, I wonder how strong this thing is going to be when, like, because, you know, playoffs start in six days. Really? Baseball playoffs. The regular season is almost over. It looks like the Yankees are going to be, you know, playing in the postseason. Um. And yeah, the Yankees are peaking at the right time. I like the Twins. I think the Twins will. I think the Twins will give you all some trouble. I think there's a lot of teams in the American League that'll give you trouble. I think that. Um, I think you got the Twins. the in, The Indians haven't looked good to me recently, but um, the White Sox. The Windy City. What do you know about that? The Oakland Athletics look pretty good. Um, of course, they just had uh, an injury to their first baseman. I can't remember his name. But, um, no, baseball playoffs look exciting this year. With eight teams each, I'm thinking I like expanded playoffs. What do you think? Um, Expanded playoffs. I mean, it well, re- it makes the regular season less important, but the postseason becomes more fun. There's more teams, more opportunity for upsets. So here's the only reason why I kind of prefer that. In COVID, I kind of want to see things a little bit later. Right now, it's like it's it's hard to get into it. We're still like really in the heat of COVID. I heard that. Britain's numbers were on the rise. Is that right? Do you know? Yeah, they say Europe is in trouble. I've heard some countries, and yeah, I I heard, I'm not sure which countries in particular, but yeah, I've heard that things are getting ugly. No, really? No, that's awful. I mean, the weather is cooling now. Things are about to get ugly here. (laughs) People, People don't know it. It's unfortunate. Wear your mask, people, and social distance. The other day, an ABC News article said 15% of athletes show signs of heart damage after COVID-19. Really? Per an Ohio State study. No. Yep. 15%. Wow. That's, that's, say. that's 15 in every 100 people. That's one in every 10. A little bit over one in every 10 people. They give you heart damage. Like, 
Yeah. There's now here's the thing. There's no telling how long that heart damage lasts or if that's permanent or not. I'm not a scientist. I'm gonna tell you wear your mask and social distance. For like, the love please. of all that is good and holy. Indeed. Like please, like do that for us. Um What I wanna talk about is those Dodgers. Like is this the year they finally do it for King Clayton? What do you say? Yes or no? King Clayton. King Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> you heard it here first. That boy Clayton. Like... The Dodgers. I don't care about the Dodgers. <laughs> you don't care about the Dodgers. Like... <laughs> maybe. Maybe it is. Who, who knows? I would have to watch them some more. I actually haven't really paid attention. But you've got me hip. I'm going to look. You're going to look? Okay. All right, well, the last thing we're going to say about sports is uh, what do you think about Celtics versus Lakers final? Old rivalry renewed. <clears throat> well, you know about that gangrene versus that mellow yellow. Like, you heard it here first. <laughs> like, uh, you you know I've always been partial to the Lakers. You said I've always liked the Lakers. It's the Lake Show. Like, yes, sir. And this year, I hear that... Uh, Nah, this year I heard they're doing it for Kobe, so uh, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, AD hit a game-winning shot the other day and yelled out Kobe after he hit it. Like, no. Everybody went crazy. Yeah, crazy. I was going to say, they went nuts. That's like, great. I was like, the, the, it's just a shame that there's no fans there because the fans are, hey, game two, that would have been in LA too. The fans would have stormed the court. They would be like, hey, I don't care about security. We're coming, bro. Like, the party is here yeah. and the party is now. Like, good <laughs> grief. Like, oh, that's, nah. that's fantastic. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so big news in the video game world. Ah. Microsoft buys Bethesda. Wait. Buys the parent company that owns Bethesda. What? That means that games like Elder Scrolls, Fallout, and Doom, and a number of others could all find themselves not on PlayStation. The console wars just heated up. Well, people. you know how I feel about this as a PC master race kind of as individual. As a PC master race! I should push you off a cliff for saying that on this show. No, I've been thinking I've been thinking about getting a PC. I was telling the fellas it's uh, it is it's not a bad move. It's a good investment, I feel like. Um, I was looking at a Republic of Gamers. It's like it's fifteen hundred. I'm like, dang, you could just get console for five, like it'd be chilling. But like Yeah, it's something serious, bro. Um no joke. The console wars have definitely heated up. What do you think? Do you think Microsoft will put make those exclusives, or do you think that they want the money from the sales on PlayStation? Or do you think they'd rather get the money from the sales on console and say, like, no, nah, these are only on Oof. Xbox? Oof. Wow. You know, it's hard to say. Um, I would imagine Microsoft would probably want to spread their stuff out as much as possible. 
Yeah, I don't take them as like like Sony is like mine, mine, mine. Like they're fighting with Disney about like yeah, they're fighting with Disney about like uh, Spider Man stuff. Like Sony just screams like a mine, like a little third grader to me or something. Well, like sheesh, screaming I mine, mean... like Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. I do expect Microsoft to share all of these, especially like the Elder Scrolls. I don't want to say there's no doubt in my mind, but no, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm gonna be on Sony. I'm going to be on PlayStation, but um, Sony definitely definitely makes me think of a little kid saying mine with all the... See, my like only their, worry now is, like, is there going to be retaliation? Oh, like Sony trying to purchase something? Yeah. Sony doesn't have the bread Microsoft does. No, that's true. It's unfortunate, that's but here's the, th- here's the crazy part. People thought that they were going to buy the Batman series. Ooh, Which would have been a, a wild move, Microsoft. Oh, because then like you would have had Batman to counter Spider Man. So like on Sony, you would have been like, oh, they have so they have uh, Spider Man or whatever. But Microsoft has Batman. Yeah, you'd be playing those Batman <laughs> games. Yeah. Arkham City, like straight it's up. Tough. And I love the Batman series. The whole Arkham, everything was great. Yeah, I. Uh, those were some good games. It would be that would have been interesting to see, but um, and you know who knows? We still might. Microsoft has a lot of money, and if you think after seven point five billion, Microsoft has exhausted everything in the account, you're crazy. Remember they had that money because uh, they never got in on TikTok. I don't think. No, they didn't. I think Walmart purchased TikTok. They purchased. Wait, what? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I saw in the trading news. This is finance people. Walmart, yeah. Walmart purchased TikTok. It's like Walmart partnered up with Oracle or something. Um, I uh, I don't know, but yeah, I could see how Doom becomes an Xbox exclusive just to add to their shooter repertoire. Yeah, they acquired a twenty percent stake in TikTok Global. Which is like the American division or something crazy. Mm-hmm. I guess they're getting an American plant over here for WeChat. Very interesting. Speaking of that, because, you know, Trump was against TikTok. Now Trump seems to be against. Uh, he's talking about a Fortnite and a League of Legends band. Uh, really? Yeah. Band Fortnite, League and Le- League of Legends. And actually one of my favorites, Rocket League. Uh so yeah, I think he's trying to do it. Have you heard anything about this shade? Uh, no, I actually I haven't. I think he's trying to do it because the parent companies have like servers in China or something, and so it's like a national security threat. He argues. So I think that's similar to TikTok. He's gonna argue that an American company needs to purchase the servers and put them in America, or something of that nature. The point is, I don't think he'll actually do it. Like it's just you know rumored. Uh, I believe it's those three games. Um, but yeah, if he does talk about a way to turn an entire generation against like against you, like from the Supreme Court seat to all this Black Lives Matter stuff to um, or I shouldn't say this Black Lives Matter stuff. I should say the handling of Black li- of the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and then, you know, all you would need on top of all that, the icing on the cake, 
will be a band to everyone's favorite video games, whether it's, you know, something like Rocket League. I know League of Legends is super popular. I've never played it, but I know a lot of heads really, really like it. Shout out to those uh, folks out there listening tonight. And then um, what was the other game? Oh, I think it was uh, Fortnite. I was going to say, I know all my to say what my nieces play Fortnite. Like every every kid I know plays Fortnite. Like so yeah, you want to talk about a way to, you know, lose a whole generation. Um and we've seen it before in American politics, domination by one party for a prolonged period of time, but we haven't seen anything greater than 12 years since, you know, the Democrats under FDR and Truman had their reign. Um but yeah, it'll uh, it'll all be interesting to see. That being said, Shade, do you have anything else you'd like to add on? No, I think that honestly just about wraps it up. That about wraps it up. So uh, from your favorite roommates to you, we'd love to wish you a good night. This has been 86.5 The Vibe, and this has been a fireside chat. Hope you enjoyed it. So our producers are telling me that I should have said something about like, uh, you know, like liking and subscribing to the video and maybe even like sharing it with your people or something. Um, so yeah, if you guys can make that happen, it'd get me out of hot water. Thank you. Thank you kindly. That being said, you all have a good